Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink can sometimes feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country and rightly so. Fun fact. All of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated? When you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do. My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off. Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or use the promo code sobergirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash sobergirls for $10 off. Hello, gorgeous soul. Thank you for tuning in to Two Sober Girls podcast. I'm your host, Michaela. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Erin, and we are both health and wellness and lifestyle coaches for women. Uh, and we love all things health and wellness and sobriety and love that we have this amazing platform to share all of our tools and tips on how we stay sober and we have different stories and we really love to sort of share the best ways to live um, this life. And we wanted to do a Q&A. So we, had, we have a few questions from you guys. We post these on Instagram or you can just send us a message whenever you want to um, have a question answered. And we sort of have this vault and then we pull it up like today. So let's get into it. Um, first question. Okay. So the first question, and this, you know, this is a bigger one, but we'll just do it like a, a little quickie answer here. Um, divorce and sobriety. You know, I, I had someone ask me to, to touch upon this. I, part of my story is I went through divorce and sobriety after a year of sobriety. It's amazing. It, it's all so God. brave. All God. Um, yeah. so I do think one, if you are newly sober, 
and you're thinking about divorce, I would pause and focus on your sobriety first. Just focus on your sobriety, get a year of sobriety under your belt, work with a therapist, um, to go to marriage counseling, rule out all options. I have to say divorce is awful. It's, um, it is really, really just, it's, it's a bear. So you have to make sure that you are 100% certain that that's the path that you are on. And you want to do it in a way that is, you know, spiritually guided and full of love and peace for the other person. I am very close with and love dearly my ex-husband. He's amazing. I really credit the spiritual program of AA that walked me through during that time. And that's why we are still, we have this beautiful family and this relationship. And I always mm -hmm. say we'll always be family, but divorce and sobriety is possible. I couldn't imagine actually not being sober and getting divorced. I think it would be quite wow. a nightmare. Um, and again, you want to just have that structure, that support. I worked very closely with my sponsor during this time. And she was the one who said, listen, give it a year go through your steps, work this program, and then pray on it, give it to God. And then if that's still the path, then I will, you know, be there to help you. Um, but again, so it's slowing down sobriety first, proper support, inviting God or your higher power in. And then, you know, for me, think about what your desired outcome is. Like I will, we're still a family. So I wanted to make sure that when right. I through this, it was gracefully and with love and deep respect for one another, which we have. Um, so, and I think too, part of this question was, I think people think they can never do hard things in sobriety. You're, you really can't do the hard thing if you're not sober, like, because you're not there and you're not going to show up as your authentic self. And you probably will regret something said or something done. Right. So only in a sober mind, would I ever recommend making these huge decisions, life-changing decisions with support and calm and just, but it is, uh, for, in my opinion, the only way to go through. That's such really, that's really great advice. I've never been married, so I can't comment on that question, but I can't imagine making those choices when either one party or both parties are not sober. Right. And I love the idea of having a year to mm -hmm. giving it a chance of working it out because a lot of times, like we have to work on ourselves, right? Constantly. Like there's nobody else out there that can fix us. There's, there's no magic pill out there. Like we have to do the work and what sobriety allows you, what sobriety gifts you and gives you is this time and space to work on healing yourself. And when we heal ourselves internally, and work on our mindset and, and all of these things that we talk about is we are able to shift our reality. Now, sometimes I'm sure that happens where it's like, okay, things fall into place and sometimes things don't fall into place, yeah. but you trust that all is well and you are mm -hmm. provided yeah. and you'll be secure and you're like, like, it's all good. It's all going to work out and look like you're in a, you're in a great relationship. Like it's, it's all, it's all great. The family's still close yeah. and um, we still do family birthdays together and I, any, that's amazing. Yeah. I just hit, hit on something. 
in sobriety, you are really more so connected to your divine guidance, right? And so that way, you know, like you are divinely guided and with everything in life, you you block in the rooms, we call it, you're being blocked from the selling of the spirit with alcohol. And so you don't have that light. And so if you're doing something, huge, anything, you want, always want to have the light, right? But if you're doing making a huge decision, you need more light. You need more access to your higher power. I needed more access to God. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. Should we do the social situation? Sure, sure. Uh, so question, how to navigate a social situation where alcohol is present without feeling pressured or tempted to drink? Mm. And this is a good one. We just did an episode on the summer, you know, sober girl summer. So there's a lot of amazing tips there. So you can go back yeah. to that episode. But it's really, just to recap, it's really a mindset thing. You know, mm-hmm. we have to believe that we can be in social settings and be sober and still have fun. Yeah. Um, and we can still connect and we can still, you know, a lot of times people use alcohol to be more confident mm-hmm. or all of that, but that's not truly what alcohol gives you. Like all of that is already within you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to tap into that inside of us, whether it's being confident, whether it's being, you know, more radiant and what whatever you want to however you want to feel in social situations. Um, the second thing is always have an option of a mocktail or yeah. something in hand. Um, you know, and also make sure that you truly enjoy the company that you're with. So when you're sober, you know, a lot of times you might experience that you're actually not enjoying the conversations or not enjoying some people yeah. or the group. And that's okay. We, it's okay to outgrow people. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot and not all the time, but it does happen. And you right. think it's like, oh, it's because I'm changing. And, and then, so you feel like you have to re- revert back to the old you, like, don't ever do that. Don't no. ever do that. That never does anybody any good. Um, yeah. You might make other people feel more comfortable, but ultimately that's, that's not a good thing for yourself. So um, yeah, you don't want to lose yourself. And yeah. And, you know, if you are not, if you're worried about picking up, um, don't go, you know, I say this to my sponsees all the time. If you are not in a place of neutrality, yes, be around alcohol and not want to, you know, guzzle it. Don't go. You will have, believe me, just give it time and let your mind and body heal and work on that, you know, work a program, whatever that program might be for you, work your sober program. Um, also have a game plan, like, okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the party, but I'm going to drive. And again, like I have my favorite mocktails. I can't wait to talk to these people. I really want to connect with yeah. And this time. I'm going to go home because I want to get into bed and feel good. And like, I always have like a game plan in my brain and it just helps you play it forward, forward. <laughs> right. play it forward. Always. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, How, like play it forward to like driving home, getting into your bed, feeling really good, waking up, feeling refreshed and amazing. always play it forward. Yes. And, and if you're not wanting to like explain your, your story of why you're not drinking, just act as if we say this all the time, have your drink, have your mocktail and keep it light. You don't always have to go deep, keep it light. And remember like you're going there to have fun. Like you said earlier, 
maybe it's not fun. Like it's okay. It's okay to say, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't make it. Like it is okay. This is your life. No is a complete sentence. You guys. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, let it go and say no. Just it's yeah. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. The last question, this was, this is, I mean, they're all such vital questions, but this one we hear a lot, right. In our mastermind group and with our private clients, um, I'm still feeling blue, but I've stopped drinking. Mm -hmm. Like what Mm -hmm. am I supposed to do? Like, I don't feel like myself, but I haven't drank. And this was someone asking who she hasn't drank for four months. Mm -hmm. My first question is, are you doing the work Mm -hmm. physically, emotionally, spiritually? Putting down the drink is the first step, but your body needs to heal. And if you are just thinking that you're going to put down the drink, which we applaud you, it's amazing. You're going to feel miserable. You have stripped your body of dopamine and serotonin. Like we need to heal, you know, your feeling feelings for the first time. Trauma's coming up. Like, oh my goodness. There you're tired. Be- you're yeah. Sometimes even cranky, you know, because you can, totally. it's, it's like waking up and looking at your life and it's like, holy shit, like this is not what I wanted my life to be. So it can, in that moment can be disappointing. It can be in, discour- like not encouraging. Right. Yeah. But this is where the work comes in of doing that spiritual, mental and physical work where we almost have to trick our minds and our bodies, like, like, like it's all good and it's all the way you want it to be and work towards what you want. And um, yeah, it's, it's all in the inner work. It, there's like no way to skip that and just continue your life as is without doing any of it. Um, because that's where true satisfaction is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine not doing the inner work, you know, I don't know who I would be. You said it. I would probably right. be very, very miserable and sad and feeling like I don't have control of any outcome and that I was just going with life as it is. And that is not how I choose to live my life. I choose to believe I can control how I think and how I feel and the actions that I do every single day. Um, And do I do it perfectly every single day? No, it's not about that. It's, it's knowing that if I exercise, I know I'm going to feel good afterwards. So I'm going to choose exercise most days, perhaps not every single day where, you know, um, but most days. And if I'm not working out at home, I'm going to go for a walk. There's always some form of movement in my day. Um, there's always some form of healthy eating in my day. I just had a big, delicious smoothie. My daughter asked one in the morning. So I made extra for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always some form of mindfulness in my day. When I walk this morning, I, you know, I do my future self walk of how I want to feel things I want to accomplish today. Who do I want to be? What do I want to do this summer? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to like travel, you know, for in the next five years and just flirting and romanticizing life to my, to the fullest. And when I do that, it's like this whole internal experience that I get to experience and like that fulfills me. And then, you know, and then I can sit down and, and have these conversations and feel yeah. like I've done something yes. like fulfilling. Yeah. Well, you, and you have a con- entire lifestyle, which we like to 
help anyone looking for this, this way of life create, because it, it doesn't just happen. Their daily habits, tiny shifts that become huge. And then we heal, like you are healing on a physical, emotional, spiritual level, all those things. And you're feeling blue because you got to take it all out. You have to get it out emotionally and physically. You know, that's why we just recorded that cleansing class. Like if there's, there's a spiritual component to physical cleansing and vice versa. So again, if this sounds like you and you're like, yeah, I put down the drink and I, we're here to help you. It's not just going to happen by stopping the drink. That's huge. And we're cheering for you, but there's daily modalities to help your body heal. And, you know, when you do this, how magical do you feel? I mean, I mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. I can't believe I get to go through life feeling this good. I really can't. And I, and like I shared with you, like I was an athlete my whole life. Like I thought I kind of, nothing compares mm -hmm. to high sobriety, nothing. And being in a space with other humans who are like-minded and like you're, you, you want to go higher and deeper yes. into your feeling, into your becoming. Like that's what, like I was drawn to you for that, you know? So just that's my recommendation you know keep that drink far away and pick up some new lifestyle strategies daily habits and if you don't have them or you don't know where to begin we're here like let's do this let's heal exactly exactly and yeah. there's one more question um what are some effective ways to address and overcome relapses or setbacks on our path to sobriety so and this is this sort of we touched on in the previous yeah. um, comment here, pre previous question. There's also a podcast episodes, two episodes back on uh, from day one to forever strategies for making sobriety stick. Mm -hmm. And to summarize that, I would say community is huge. Um, doing the inner work, figuring out what your inner work is at this season of your life. Because I, I feel like everybody's inner work can, can look a little bit different. Um, so figuring that out and just realizing like, why do you keep going back to alcohol mm -hmm. um, and really digging deep? And whether that's with, you know, sober coaches like us, whether that's with a therapist, whether that's doing your own inner work, I do re recommend working with someone to pull that out of you. Because a lot of times, like what happens is when you try to do this by yourself, like I know for myself, like anytime I try to go deep into my patterns and my healing, like I would just get tired and I would want a nap because my subconscious mind would say like, nope, we're not going there. That is like, it just didn't want to go there because it's like fear and it's, and it's, and it's all of that. And so, um, you know, having a, a professional lead you and guide you through this process is, is essential. And life is such a gift, like give yourself that, you know, get, give yourself the gift to be able to experience this bliss and this life, um, being sober because it's unlike anything else, like, like Aaron just mentioned. I love that life is Life is such a gift. Um, and and I love that you share that too. Like we're we're not gonna face our like deepest, most hidden truth, so to speak, on our own. We need a loving person with us to guide and pull that out in a space that's you feel safe. So 
all those things, community, accountability. Um, I think doing the life inventory sessions that we do with yes. clients is really powerful. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested in doing that, that can be one or two sh- sessions. Um, and yeah. for you to just get clarity on mm-hmm. who you need to forgive, what you need to let go of, what you need to do with all of this information that's literally being stored in you as trauma and it's and it's not doing you any good. We have to process it. It's it is taking your joy from you. And um, we know what's so cool about these inventory that you can do it like a spot check inventory. Once you do the life inventory, you can spot check, like say I need to inventory my relationship with so-and-so. I can say, Michaela, I need to do an inventory in this person because I, I just feel this resentment, this feeling. Mm. And then I can spot check and do an inventory just on that person, just on that relationship. Do you know how brain wow. like boom? Okay. Yeah. Clean, you know, keep your side of the street clean. Keep that relationship healthy and peaceful because at the end of the day, it's all you. You have yeah. yeah. And here's the thing: like we've all been taught how to, for the most part, how to take care of our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Like brush your teeth, take a yeah. daily shower, you know, do this, do that. And and of course, there's more to it than we've been taught, you know, like dry brush and tongue scrape. Like there's so many other things. But then like I like what I'm seeing is like most people have not been taught like truly most people have not been taught how to process their mind and emotions and and let go of things like I know you know people in their 50s and 60s still holding on to something that happened 30 years ago like or 40 years ago and they're living with that you know they're carrying that weight um and guys, that is no way to live. That is no way to live. I have this, like this, this experience and it's hard to describe because I, I it started coming to me just recently is anytime, like I'm in, um, anywhere, like right now I'm in a room, I'm talking to you. My daughter's in school. Like I sort of like do these like spot checks of where everything is, what everything, like what everything like I'm basically here by myself in my house. <clears throat> Why am I thinking about something that happened mm-hmm. 20 years ago? Like, is it like you're, it's like in a way your mind end up, ends up thinking like it's happening right now and it's not. So you have to be fully present. This is why presence is really important of, you know, feeling your body, feeling your feet on the floor, feeling yourself breathe, like just doing these like little mm-hmm like self-checks every once in a while throughout the day. Um, perhaps like, just like, you know, just like scanning your body. Um, and it's been so powerful because I look at it as like, if I enter a different room and there's other people in the room, it's like a different segment and it's almost like an acting sort of thing. And I don't have to react or I don't have to do like be on autopilot. Like I can actually go pick up this piece of paper just because I'm inspired and write something on it. Just something silly. Like, but like I was doing that even this weekend Mm -hmm. and life, like it was just very vibrational. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I'm still learning that. I'm still like leaning into that because it's like a whole new way of being and interpreting life. Um, But it's very like grounded and I'm here. And like, what do I do with this moment? Yes. This is all this is it. Like, you know, this morning, um, 
little example, my daughter, I dropped her off on the bus and it was hotter than I thought. And I gave her tights and I, as on my walk, like it kept on lingering, like, oh, I should have gave her shorts. Oh, I should have gave her shorts. And then I get home and I'm in this new segment and it's just me. I'm like, well, she's at school. I am here. What am I going to do today? What are the top three things that I'm going to focus on? Okay. I'm going to go shower. I'm going to unpack from the weekend. I'm going to put the laundry in. That's what I'm going to focus on. Like, I can't focus on that. No. And she's fine. That's just fine. The obsessive are things that were, and where whatever we focus on expands, you know, and we, we are co-creators with, with God. So whatever you're focusing on, you are bringing more of that into your reality. So really that's, we talk about this a lot, really pay attention to what you're thinking about. And if you need to upgrade, I would upgrade. Like, I throughout the day, I'm like, oh, we're going to upgrade that thought. And then so yeah. with life inventory, you upgrade your thoughts about other people that maybe like, well, yeah, maybe they've done something to you and you will never get an apology. You can upgrade your thoughts about them and free yourself. Yes. You know, but right. Upgrade, shift, but just bringing awareness, Michaela, like, what am I going to do right now? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Or- it would it could then it could ruminate and you could ruin your day over something that she she's well you know what would happen is i would stay with that thought not obviously constant but like it will just sort of like hang out in the background and i would not want to feel that so then what do you do whatever that coping mechanism that you do yeah. right i i mean i don't drink but like it could be other things but like you know like but the conscious effort of saying, okay, this thought does not serve me. Um, I'm just going to let it go. And when I, whenever I used to teach yoga, I would say, you know, observe your thoughts as if they're clouds in the sky and you just watch them pass by without any attachment, without any ego, without just without any judgment. And you just like see them go by and it's like, Oh, there's another thought. And then there's another thought. But when you hold on to these thoughts, it's like, it's weight, it's heaviness. And that's not, that's not what your body wants to feel. And that's when it goes into this, like, okay, what can we do not to feel that? And if all you have is a coping mechanism of picking up a drink, that's what you will do. Right. Or, or reaching for food or uh, scrolling on social media or online shopping, you know, always make sure whatever you're doing, it comes from a place of not needing it. Like Mm -hmm. of just, being purely in the moment, you know, know? present, feeling it, acknowledging it to release it, to honor it and to move on. Because to be quite honest, life is a blink. And back to your point, you just have this moment. So be fully here and make it beautiful and be present and And do things differently. (laughs) Every day, try to do new things. Try a new meditation, try a new thinking method, try a new podcast, try a new journaling technique, try a new smoothie, like get out of the mundane, you know? Uh, Right. Life's an adventure. Let's do this. Um, Let's do it. Do it kids. Do we have any more questions for today? I think this is it. I think this is it. You guys, if you have any questions, um, slide into our DMS. Let us know. Um, let us know if you're enjoying these sort of episodes, these Q and A's, uh, or what kind of topics that you want to hear more of. 
If you love our vibe and our conversation, we would love to have you join our Sober Girls Mastermind. In that mastermind, we have monthly Zoom calls every single month for an hour where we get to virtually hang out. Um, We I also put this in a digital library so you can have past calls uh, available to you that you can listen to. It's almost like a course that has so many now. Uh, There are trainings in there. There are guides. There are meditations. But we also have an amazing boxer group support where all of the members just sort of hang out. And um, if they have any questions or want support, um, they drop it in there. We don't personally do any like one-on-one coaching in there. That's We have separate offerings for that. But we do pop in there a few times a week um, with like many trainings, I would say, right? Many mindset shifts and things like that. So it's truly, I love, love our space, love our space. Um, so that info will be linked in our show notes, or you can go to um, link in bio to sign up. If you have any questions, please let us know. And um, we also have a lifestyle detox masterclass. So that's out as well. And more to come soon. So excited. We're so blessed and honored to, for you to spend time with us. Like what an honor time is the most precious gift that we can, you know, that we have. And for you guys to be here really means everything um, to us. So please, if you enjoy this, leave us a review rating. um, And that's it. We'll see you or hear you on the next episode. Love you. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.